to be here. I said I would never do this, and I'm here. God does wonders. Okay, so um, today, yes, women are beautiful, um, if you know me. Um, can I get the sunglasses? Sorry, guys, I have a concussion, and so the lights are killing me. Thanks, Carrie. <laughs> so today's, I got to, okay, because I'm in charge, I got to turn this on. Sorry, guys, I should have had this done first. Josh, where's the turn on button? Oh, here we go. Haha. <laughs> okay. Is it going to work? It's green. There we go. Okay. So today's scripture is 1 Samuel 16, 7. The Lord sees not what man sees. The Lord sees in your heart, you guys. He sees everything that you do every single day. I'm going to keep going. Um, so you can see um, what God sees as beautiful. The world, you can see what we think is beautiful, which is these boots, and, um, <laughs> and you know, basic things like the sky and, the, and people's clothes and um, anything else you can see in the world that's beautiful, but none of it matters because that's not what God sees. Um, he already knows you're beautiful. He created you, every single person. So um, this here is a few things that God sees as beautiful. Love, faith, humility, peace, kindness, patience, forgiveness. And honestly, there's so much more. I looked in the Bible. There's so much, and I, I'm not going to put them all up there. But um, I feel like for me and for God reading the Bible and every, he sees love is probably the most beautiful thing. And I would have to agree with him. So let's go. Nope, go back. Okay, so what is love? Um, love is patient. It's not love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It does not self. It is not self-seeking. It is not um, easily angered. It keeps no record of wrong. It does not delight in evil but rejoices, rejoices in the truth. It always protects, sorry, um, trust, always hope. Okay. I love, this is actually my very, very favorite scripture. I, I every day, that is what I want. I want to look at God, see all those things that he sees as beautiful, and what love is, and that's what I strive every day to do. Um, so, okay, so this is cute story. I have to tell a story. Um, I'm an identical twin. That'll come up. Um, but um, I... Hold on. I thought maybe I went too far. I'm sorry, guys. Okay, um, no, because I already said what God's beautiful. Okay, um, 
Okay, well, okay. Anyways, okay, so my sister and I, um, we would, when we were younger, um, I don't know about you guys, but we fought as much as we got to, you know, got along. And so we would start off, and since we're identical twins, if you give us a mirror to any twins, we are going to be good for hours. It is hilarious, and you sit there in the mirror and you laugh at each other. I'm serious, it's hilarious. And so when we were younger, when we were fighting, one of us would come over, yank the other one's hair, and then run over here, and the other one goes, you know. And so we just went back and forth until eventually both of us had each other's hair, and we're just, ah, you know. And so um, on that note, um, I would have to say when you – the, the biggest thing for me is I see her and friends. Friends is one of those things that you can struggle with. You can just, any, any kind, you can be angry at each other. You can um, have disagreements. You could leave each other for a few months. But, you know, eventually we get back together. We may have our fights, we may be pulling each other's hair, but when you know it's a really, really good friend and what God sees is so beautiful, you guys can always get back together. Like, there's nothing in this world that will ever, will ever change. Like, yeah, so when you're my friend, you're my friend forever, so, <laughs> and if you don't have a friend, please, please look in this room because there is so many people here that can be your friend. Um, so, let's see here. I did do that one. Oh, sorry. I'm going too far. Josh! Okay. So, um, oh, I gotta, I gotta say one more thing. Okay, but there's one thing, um, about friends is, for women, we don't like to share. So when we find that person that you're like, oh, my God, I'm going to love you for the rest of my life. You're so awesome, right? And then, um, you know, at the time, it's kind of like a carry. And then all of a sudden, you know, somebody like Sheila comes along and ruins it all. No? <laughs> and I didn't want to share. So, um, you know, you learn a lot with that. But you got to... I mean, you got to really, hun, I really had, like, you're touching things. Okay, go back one. That one, stop. Okay, can everybody say ugly? Ugly. Okay, so I'm going to give you... <laughs> Um, stop it, because you're gonna. You look ugly when you do it. So just stop. Okay? These are my. This is on my list. So this is my stop at your ugly list. Okay? Okay. You have lie. When you lie, that's ugly. When you envy, it's ugly. When you're boasting, it's ugly. Self-seeking, it's ugly. Um, easy to anger. That's ugly. If you delight in evil, and this one's a big one, 
gossip. Gossip's really ugly. You know, um, comparing yourself, that's an ugly one. Um, negativity, you know somebody that's always negative, negative Nelly, that's, that's ugly, okay? Um, and jealousy, I think out of everything, I hate that word the most. Only because that ruins so many friendships. And I see everybody is somebody different. God puts so many people in our lives. Every single one is different, but God puts them right there when you need them. So, you know, so it's okay to share, okay? Don't get your feelings hurt if people go out or, oh, they got a Christmas gift from you and I didn't get one, you know, <laughs> that kind of stuff. But, you know, maybe they needed it, you know, be happy they got something, you know, um, if you are that person that wants to do something with them, you got to reach out. You know, you got to cultivate that relationship. You can't just expect that it's going to come to you without work. It's work. Um, so that's my list. So don't be ugly, okay? Okay, I did that one. Okay, on to my testimony. Okay, so I'm going to tell you guys a little bit about me. Okay, so um, this is my mom on the left, and my dad is on the right with his wife. Now, he's 80 there. I haven't known him my whole entire life until just recent, and that's a story all on its own. Um, but my, my mom and my dad, they met and had a one-night stand, and hello, twins, okay? How, could you imagine? Could you imagine? I, yeah, no, thank you. Um, so there I am as a baby. Okay, but don't ask me who's who because I don't know. All right? I don't know. Um, <laughs> I was born in Torrance, California. I was two pounds, three ounces. And my sister was three pounds, two ounces. And um, we, uh, let's see. And, you know, I, God just put us right where we needed to be. We weren't even supposed to live. But, you know, God said, no, they're supposed to live. They got a purpose, you know. And, um, and because of that, well, let me check, hold on, I think the next one is, nope, yeah, hold on, oh, no, don't, back, okay, okay, so growing up, my mom and dad, my mom was never married, she um, had boyfriends, but she, they, like, died, I felt bad, every time she had one, one would die, so how horrible is that, and then she met somebody, and he is who I call dad. But um, my parents were drug addicts, so we lived on the streets. Um, they, um, they drank. You know how they change food stamps for drugs, that kind of stuff? You know, and so we were with them. You know, I honestly don't remember very much, but my sister does. And um, I honestly don't remember any of it. I think I have... I don't know, they call it infant am amnesia? I don't know. So you don't remember certain a past of your life. So a lot of people, if you go through terrible twos, you're okay, because they'll forget. So, um, <laughs> but not fully, you know, I know that, um, yeah, anyways, I won't go there. But I can't remember past elementary, maybe? I just don't remember. So some of it is coming from my sister. Um, 
And it's because of trauma, you just, you lose more of your memory with trauma. So, um, growing, um, my, one day my parents were getting ready to go um, live back on the streets or whatever, or in the car or whatever. They didn't want us to go. And so we had a friend, um, that, of a friend, of a friend, that said, oh, wait, we have this place. Here's a place for your kids, you know. Just have them come, stay with us, and whatever. Oh, perfect, let's do that. Um, not so good. Um, he was a single man, no family, um, and these two twin girls. And um, that is another place, well, growing up, I did get abused on the streets, you know, and um, emotionally, physically, whatever. Um, but this is the one I remember. So he, let's see. Um, it's just, it would always happen at night, you know, but, um, he would take us in, put the, one at a time, obviously, but he would, um, shut the door, put the dresser in front of it and be like, you know, if you say anything, you're, you're, I'm going to kill your parents. I'm going to kill your sister. I'm going to kill whatever. So me being so young, scared to death, I'm like, well, I don't want them dead, you know, so I'm just going to do what he says, right? And so that happened for about two, three years. And um, my parents would try and come see us, but um, every time they did, I didn't want them dead. So I just ran to my room, you know? And in my mind, it was just me. I didn't think anything was happening with my sister. But unfortunately, that's not true, but I, I got the, from, you know, the, the worst of it all. But eventually, my sister, we're going to go to the next one. Oh, there. Nope, one more. There. This here is my foster family. So my sister, um, the girl in the middle with the hat, went to school with her. Um, we were all in the same school, but they had class together. They were friends. Well, one day my sister told her about what was going on. And she's like, oh, you should just come live with us. We'll be okay. Honestly, guys, I don't even remember what happened. At some point, we were with them, but in the middle of that, there was, it was court. We had, he got arrested. He's been in jail for a long time. Um, but I don't remember any of it. It's crazy. So, um, but this is the Ben and Mary Cross and their family. They took... My sister and I both in, and again, I think, which one am I? I'm on the right, I think. I don't know, but I think I'm on the right. <laughs> it looks better, so I'm on the right. No. <laughs> and, um, and so we went and lived with them for, I don't know, like two, I think it was the same, two, three years. Um, and this family changed our life. Like... I know there's people in this room that has done fostering or they watch, you know, or um, adoption or not even go through those things, but you are helping kids. You're doing something with the kids. You guys, that's so awesome, okay? Without this family, I would not be who I am today. Um, going into this family, my family was not saved. Um, at all, and so I am first generation for our family, but um, they taught me what a family looks like, 
what you sit at the table for dinner. Um, I mean, basic stuff, you know? What, I have a bed, uh, my own bed, what? You know, and just being loved for one, you know? Love was something I had to learn because it wasn't what I thought it was. So just the basic being loved, feeling safe, you know, all of this stuff I learned with them. So they had a Baptist church, and um, that's where I became, I was like, I want what you guys have. I want to I have this love, right? And so I ended up with my sister giving our life to the Lord in their house. And um, unfortunately, my mom and dad did get us back because they were on good behavior. So we went from being in a loving family with a church to a house with my mom and dad and one mattress in the front room. And I tell you what, it was pretty hard to leave. Um, I was happy to be back with my parents, but not. (laughs) You know, by this time I was in middle school, and middle school is a whole nother ball game. But we will move on. Okay, so this is me, and that's Josh. So, in high school, I met Josh at my first job, and he was flipping burgers in Burgerville singing, like, Disney songs, Aladdin, or whatever. I walk in, I'm like, who's that? And I'm like, he's going to be my husband. I literally just saw him and knew Love at First Sight. Like, he was going to be my husband. He didn't say that. He actually told me no. But... He, he didn't know what was in store for him, you know? My sister's all, oh, he's cute. I'm like, he's mine. No, no. Good thing, because they fought all the time. It's bad. So, <laughs> so during this time, my mom and dad lost the house. And so I'm in high school, and you know, that's where I thrive. You know, I have my sports. I worked. Um, I'm I'm one of those people that rode the short bus, so I wasn't a smart kid, but you know, I made it through with D's and graduated with a Rotary Scholarship um, at my junior, sophomore, junior year, I can't remember. Um, I went and told my parents, because they moved clear clear across the town, and it was taking us out of our high school. And my sister and I was not going to have that. And so we said, bye, see ya. We're paying for bills anyways because we're working. So, you know, you need a pillowcase, you go buy it. You know, you need food, you go buy it. Your parents are not going to get it for you. So that was me for so long. And then, um, my time, okay. Um, Okay, and so then I got my own place with my sister because we're like, we need to do this. But Josh being so amazing, as he is, he co-signed for us so we could get our own place. Because he was older than we were. So, so that time of my life, it was just work, school, sports, work, school, sports, and you just do what you got to do. You know? And so, um, so then I graduated. Everything was great. Met Josh. And that was, I think... It was at one of our proms, I think maybe my prom, I don't remember, but he looks so handsome. So, 
through that whole time, when you're going and you're going and you're going, that's what Romans is for, we rejoice in our suffering, knowing that suffering produces right. And endurance creates right. And character produces hope. So don't ever, don't ever feel like you can't do it because me, I know I did it, and which tells me I know all of you guys can do it. You know, I went through the whole time with school and everything. You know, I have ADHD. I didn't find that out until I was an adult. You know, I have um, PTS from all the growing up. Um, I have compulsive disorders. I have different things wrong with me, um, but I didn't find any of that out till later. So I just lived life, right? And so now I'm doing amazing. Let's see what I had left. So push through, okay, guys? It's worth it. You just one day at a time, sometimes one hour at a time, you know? Um, keep telling yourself you can do it. And how you can do it isn't just on your own, of course, because God's always there with you. Whether you think so or not, he's there with you. I can look back on all the stuff that I went through, and I can see once I got saved, I saw God was here, he was here. I can pinpoint every single time that I felt like God was there and he helped me out. I didn't know it was God, but I found out later it was, right? Um, so I just encourage you to just tell yourself daily even, you know, I'm awesome. I tell everybody. That's my word, awesome. Awesome and beautiful. If you know me, I'm always telling ladies, oh, hi, beautiful. Not only because I can't remember their name, which is probably true, but it's also because I think you guys are beautiful and you are. Um, but, and then awesome, that's my word, because everything's awesome. So, let's see here. Okay, forgiving, that's it. Okay, this one's a hard one, guys. So, at some point in my life, I had to learn that I was so stressed out about everything that I couldn't handle it anymore. And so, I have friends that would talk to me and uh, my husband was always there for me during all my struggles of learning how to love someone. Um, he was my first boyfriend, okay? Um, he's the only one I've been with that I chose. And it was a lot, a lot, a lot of growing. You have to learn how to love the right way. And, um, and what it took is for me to just move on was to forgive. And that is one of the hardest things I think I had ever done. But I knew that if I didn't forgive, that God's not going to forgive me if I can't forgive other people, you know? Oops, sorry. And God gives everybody, it doesn't matter if you're someone who's um, done some horrible things, okay? You may think you're just the most awfulest thing in the world. Um, any people you could think is the really the horriblest thing in the world, right? All of them get a chance to still go to heaven. They have that right. It's not us to judge them, right? 
And so I needed to free myself from this big, massive bag that I'm carrying. And so that's what I did. I'm like, okay, God, here you go. I can't do this anymore. And I gave him all my stuff, and I'm like, okay, God, I really do hope someday, I pray someday, that he can come to heaven, that he will get saved. You know, I honestly feel that way. You know, um, a lot of people will be like, oh, what? He did such horrible things. I'm like, yeah, but we all do horrible things. Maybe not that horrible, but I do things all the time, you know? And what is God not going to come to, you know, forgive me for what I do, you know, how could I not do that for somebody else? And so they have a right. So if you are struggling with that, I really, really, really pray that you can take some time and realize by you getting rid of your bag is also getting rid of the person you're forgiving's bag. What are they dealing with in life? Most of the time, something's going wrong for them to act the way they did. So I just encourage that for you. Is that it? And yeah. That's what I got. 20 minutes is not enough time. No, it's not. Speed talk. Um, that was absolutely beautiful. And I don't know about others, but there were tears because it, it turned your mic off. Um, that um, I don't want her to like be talking and then be embarrassed or, you know, run to the restroom and her mic is still on. Um, it's like Andy's like greatest fear. <laughs> anyway, um, so anyway, how, how God takes things that happen and there's no beauty in them, but it somehow he can redeem it and it is beautiful and her life is beautiful and listening to her story there's no ounce of any forgiveness or compassion that I have ever had for even her parents and walking with her when her mom passed away I was like and she was heartbroken and I was like in my heart I was like how can you even be sad that that woman is gone because you went through what you went through because of her? But she forgave, and she didn't hold any grudges, and she loved. And can I tell you that that is why her life is beautiful? If she would have held on to that, like I was holding on to more than she was. If she would have held on to those feelings, her life wouldn't be beautiful. She would not be joyful. And when God is asking us to forgive and God is asking us to love um just take it all off just take it all off yeah just just take it all off um when God is asking us to forgive and to love and do those things it's really not for the other person at all it's for you and your heart um because if you I don't know. I'm totally lost my train of thought because I as well have ADHD and all I'm watching is her mess with the microphone. <laughs> okay, so this... Okay, but this is so, so, so important. Okay, this was one of my biggest things. Okay, so once I became saved, what is the first thing I did was I was praying constantly for my family. Guys, my mom and dad both passed away like when they were 55. Like they destroyed their lives. 
um, my dad ended up giving his life to the Lord because I'm like, Dad, come see me at church. I'm singing, you know, that kind of thing. He ended up getting saved. Um, whether he lives life that way, it was up to him. And then my mom, she was actually on her deathbed. I thought that she was never going to wake up again because the doctor said that. When I brought my sister back, who's sitting up awake? My mom. And so I ran in there. I was bawling. I'm like, Mom, you have to give your life to the Lord, you know. And she did. She's like, I know. And she just, right there, we did it. And I tell you what, my uncle got saved. Don't ever stop praying. Don't ever stop praying. It, it happens, okay? Are you sure? Like, is it okay? Can I talk now? So I had great thoughts, and it was all wrapping it up so nicely with a bow. And now we're just going to direct you to your discussion questions. So your table leader has the, the questions. If we could get a little bit of light so we can read them. Um, we're going to discuss those questions for about 20 minutes, and then we're going to do our prizes. the next step and visit www.thebeatchurch.com and get connected with a community committed to applying these truths in their everyday lives. You can also give now to support our messages by visiting www.thebeatchurch.com give.